this is Reformation Day, and this is a restless intro like you've never heard it before. Pastor Michael, people are not going to appreciate this intro as much as you with the spinning in logo for what wow, this Wow, what is. a great... Also, just all of the... The, the pictures on this YouTube video are already great. <laughs> awesome. Hey, it's Reformation Day. Not only That's is it great. Reformation Day, that means it is uh, the day that we celebrate the Reformation. It's also the two-year anniversary of this show. And, and that's why I thought the 80s power ballad version of A Mighty Fortress was the right way to bring in yeah. the show today even with a playmobile martin luther if you bought your kid the playmobile martin luther set this year let us know we shout out to you love to have Dude, you i wish show. i knew before right now that there was a playmobile martin oh. luther but i'm looking at it in front of me i almost ordered that when i was like 21 as a 21 year old <laughs> i was like i need this playmobile set by the way uh if any listener would like to send me one I will find a way to thank you eternally, and I will yes. probably set it up and display it. So that's that would me be just, awesome. That's me just straight shilling. I haven't even introduced who we are. This is the two-year anniversary Reformation Day extravaganza of the Restless Podcast. Welcome to a postmortem on the young, restless, and reformed. I am your host, Matt, and I am joined by a reformed pastor himself. Pastor Michael Bowman, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Um, I don't know if this is the right time to say this, but your voice is kind of staticky a little bit. <laughs> Uh-oh. Man, we need something better than that. Maybe oh, now it, it just be... got way worse, whatever you just did. All right, how about now? How are we doing here? Oh, it's so much worse. So much worse. Yeah, something's really... Unless it's me, but I think it's coming through. It's whenever you talk, so... Let me try. How about now? When you talk, it's very like buzzy. I'm gonna unplug and replug in. Yeah, hopefully. I think try that. You'll unplug and get it back in, plug it back in. So this is restless, and we've had some technical difficulties, I guess, here starting off the show, but we're so back. We're so back, aren't we, Pastor Michael? Reformation Day, second year anniversary. Wow, how wild is that, huh? That's I mean, right. forget about the Reformation for a minute. <laughs> Think about what's a, happened with this show. A seemingly less likely thing even happened. <laughs> Us, this show made it for two years. And we have so much more we'd like to do um, for our patrons today. Everything this week is going to be a Reformation Day extravaganza. We hope it will give you a nice break from election month here in America, if you're in America. Um uh, for our patrons today, we are going to release a special Yay Nay or Nuance where we will play Yay Nay or Nuance with Halloween, which we know everybody in the conservative Christian world wants the answers to. So you can join us there if you want something a little less Reformation Day themed today. But today is a great day. It's a great day. So we are just going to hang out. We are going to enjoy the previous two years of Restless. And we are going to look forward to what will come next here on the podcast. Pastor Michael, I have heard you have a number of things you would like to give away today. 
I have so many things that I want to give away that I don't even know for sure that we're going to have enough time to give them all away. And whatever we don't give away now or during these, you know, single or multiple shows that come out for the celebrating of Reformation Day, we will give away um, or at least a lot of it we will then instead give away for our big giveaway at the end of the Mars Hill reaction, uh, the the final Mars Hill episode that we're going to do. So there's so much stuff. And what we're going to do is every 15 minutes and 17 seconds of podcasting, we're going to shout out a new way that you can get something, get some restless swag. And this isn't just any restless swag. You're going to get some you know, run-of-the-mill restless stickers, which aren't run-of-the-mill because they're restless stickers, right? These are these are restless stickers that you could get. So you can get that and win that, but those stickers are going to come with something else. Uh, and um, a lot of this is stuff that literally no one else on the planet has because we have some prototype restless swag that we've gotten over the last two years um, to test things out that, some of it doesn't exist anymore. Let's just say that. Some of this does not exist anymore and no one else will be able to get this. So um, so you're going to want to be paying attention every 15 minutes and 17 seconds, which the clock, I believe, has already started. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to be giving something away. So listen up. So Pastor Michael, it is exciting to be giving stuff away. It is exciting to be um, doing this show again. It is exciting to be talking to what's left of the YRR out of, out there as that group increasingly shrinks and gets older. Um, also for our purely Presbyterian special episode, we are going to be doing something a little bit differently. Instead of us reacting to something, we are going to be uh, looking at a thing that collected all together the reactions to Martin Luther from across history. And I think that will be a truly good time. I'm and really so looking can... forward to this. Uh, so we have just got all kinds of fun planned. Um, the awesome thing is, is that we are over 180,000 downloads. There is a good chance with how things are going, we will have more than 200,000 downloads by the end of this year. Um, and that is without us, that is with us having essentially given up on all social media and promotion. I know we've ourselves. been so bad about this. We really try so, people, man. We really well, try. <laughs> well, we don't try. We, <laughs> we really did try, but we're not good at maintaining a social media presence. We, we want to try. And as just as time has went on, as, as I have been working and as now our listeners all know, moving for this church plant, um, I just need some things in my life to come down a little bit before we start. But we do plan on interacting more with you on social media. Of course, inter we have kept up interacting with our patrons, but we do want to interact with as many people as possible. And, and hey, plan on can we give a shout out really quick? If there's anybody listening to this right now and you would like to help the Restless Show with its social media presence, shoot us an email. We'd love to at least talk about it and discuss what that could look like. That is great. And so we, we're excited to do that. We are excited. And so a big thing we think we should be doing here in this episode of Restless, um, this special episode, is we do want to interact with a number of the things that we've, we've been just sent over the last few months. 
emails and messages. We've gotten a lot less because people haven't gotten responses. And so we think the people oh, who no. have... <laughs> We, we, hey, we we're plenty. sorry, everyone. We love you guys. Uh, it just, it's hard for us to keep up. And so, but we do definitely want to, uh, we want to make sure that if you messaged us, uh, you now get a, um, uh, a message. And so probably one of the ways we will be doing a giveaway as we read some of these messages, uh, Pastor Michael will, will tell us uh, one of these people certainly will be winning something here tonight. So Pastor Michael, at this point, in our show's history, would you like to guess the episode of our show that has the highest ever level of downloads? What episode wow. do you think has the most downloads? Obviously, you should probably pick one that has been out for a while, yep. right? Yeah, so it's um, it's got to be one that's out for a while. I feel like I've it's been a little bit since I've looked at our statistics, uh, but uh, I know at one point anyway, I think one of the most downloaded was the multi-site madness uh, that we did talking about the video clip with Mark Dever and James McDonald and Mark Driscoll. Be and I think in part because we had all three of their names in the title of the episode. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to pick that one thinking that that is our most downloaded. That's an excellent guess. And that is number four on our most downloaded. Wow. That's time. number four. That's awesome. That that's actually right. excites me because it means that some others are getting way up there. So I want I want you to get like um, a few of these are going to make sense why they're like this. And then I'm going to give you the I'll do the top five and get ready to be surprised by two of these on here. So, OK, here's a uh, here's number one. And it won't be that surprising. It is Mark Driscoll versus the emergent church. Yeah, that reaction. I remember that being up there always, too. Yeah, that's a big one. And that was a good one, right? That was when we were still able to be like cheering on things that were happening in Mark Driscoll's life. So it was just like <laughs> back in the times. day when we could still kind of defend him. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the last, yeah. uh, you know, a couple of months we've been in trouble, I guess. Yeah, it's going to be fun when we do our, our final Mars Hill reaction as we uh, as we react to a few of the things Driscoll has been up to recently, proving that this podcast love it or hate it has clearly gotten to him and he has decided uh he's decided to go all the way so the next one again no surprise here we know who killed mars hill so right there you go another the first episode we ever did uh reviewing the rise and fall of that mars was hill. massive by the way i mean the rise and fall of mars hill when that first came out and we the with the first couple reaction videos like seriously our numbers were off the charts they were just, they were wild for us, right? I mean, not, this isn't, we're not talking Joe Rogan numbers, um, but right. like for normal, like regular guys who don't have a great social media presence and aren't like paying somebody to like really hype the show, man, our numbers just went nuts. And that was pretty crazy. Right. And then, and then we actually finished that year as we began doing those reviews with the 12 days of restless where we dropped episodes every day. And it seemed like we were on a rocket into space and our downloads would never go down. But then we stopped doing episodes every day. So our downloads started to go down. So, <laughs> they went way down. Which, which we, okay. we should have expected. That's... We're just, this is one of those like highs and lows of podcasting kind of thing that I think we're just, yeah. you know, we got to learn through it that that happens, I yeah. guess. And so uh, the next episode, here's your first surprise. It's a hard hitting Matt love fest where we had my friend Matt on. And we talked about his road to all the mats that's in the top. Yeah. The mat people love the mats. Three. 
Number three. Number three. So- that's awesome. Man, people do love mats. That <laughs> is a mat love fest. That's wild. It was. Dude, I, I don't know what about that. Again, it's great. You know, it, I it bet came Matt, out. other Matt was uh, sharing this thing around. I bet his friends and family maybe has like a really <laughs> like a really active mom that wanted to like share it with everybody or like an aunt or something that was like, I'm so proud of him here. I'm going to send it to everybody on my email list. Yep. And then we have the multi-site madness episode, as we already mentioned. And then 77 times the episode where we talked about your wow. Devotion. That's in the top five. That's number five. Um, hey, you guys, can, re- you can still go out and buy the book if you haven't. Uh, you can go buy that book right now on Amazon, 77 times, Book on Forgiveness. Yep. And so I think, uh, you know, then the rest of these, actually, this is where we see, I think, actually, where we see some of the subjects, other subjects we've covered that have probably interested people. So the next one is where we did uh, the explicit discussion of the things we do to women. Again, no surprise. I put explicit in the title so it's unfortunate that that's just guaranteed to get clicks but then we had our episode on Christian emotionalism which was a great episode that I enjoyed making um and so then we have our episode bonus wisdom on the church's meeting from John MacArthur where John MacArthur is beginning to announce uh the need to meet um then we have a great episode um uh I love this episode title maybe more than any title we've ever used going through Ligon Duncan's trash with Albert Moeller <laughs> which we really should have memed that up right like a picture of us with Al Moeller digging in like a dumpster like a couple yeah. of raccoons <laughs> that would have been hilarious and then one that I think just because we mention this all the time is probably why it's so far up here. Let's play yay, nay, or nuance. So where people, because people hear us mention it and they find an episode titled with it. But um, just as a sneak peek for people wondering what we might be covering next, some of you probably know John MacArthur wrote a, a letter to Gavin Newsom uh, over recent things happening in his state. And we will be reviewing that coming soon uh, as we continue to watch um, how uh, evangelical leaders do or don't react to the current regime. And so we love a little J-Mac in our lives. So that's, it's just been wild to see the things. Um, Can you tell me again, which one was number one? Number one was Mark Driscoll versus the emergent church. That's right. Yep. All right. Yeah. Very cool. So it is great. Um, and so as we mentioned, we will be um, discussing, yeah, all kinds of feedback we get on the show. And so one of the things for me as we've continued to do the show, and it's unsurprising, it probably has to do with more the more time we've done the show than actually how popular or not the show is. Um, more and more people I meet in real life know I do this. Like, I again, of bad promotion, I've promoted it a little bit at my myself online um i've never really like told people yeah like i have a podcast you should listen to and so more and more people um just like if you're listening right now and you know about this podcast and we know each other in real life i would bet i uh you told me you listened to it and that's how i found out um and so i know i have friends who mention it to other people and that's cool but uh, I'll just tell you one really recent one, Pastor Michael. And if you want, if you have one that comes to mind, uh, you Definitely. can tell it. So great. So this is one that happened um, at the uh, meeting of the Wisconsin Presbytery. Um, 
one of the pastors, definitely older, much older than Pastor Michael and I, who we both have a ton of respect for, a uh, really great godly man um, I was sitting with at the presbytery. Um, and he looked at me and he said, you know, I've, I've been listening to your podcast. And I had no, I had no, I, I was like, again, this is how I feel every time someone is like, I don't, I don't know what you're going to think of. I, have I know no you idea. don't, that is, it's just so funny because uh, you like, I, depending on the person, right. There are certain people that right. like bring it up and I'm like, I know how you're going to react to this, but most people I'm like, all right, well, I still like, it's, that doesn't tell me anything, please. Like, are you mad at me? Or yeah. <laughs> and, and he, uh, he said, yeah. And I, and my wife and I uh, sat down together to listen to it. And so I was like, Oh, wow. Um, by the way, uh, this is not what he was doing, but uh, Restless is not like a good replacement for family worship. And I don't know that we're like the best, like, fan. not that we're inappropriate, but like, I've never imagined us be like family listening. Uh, unless you're on a long road trip, I hope we'd be a good, good companions to you. And he's like, you know, I started to think this podcast might just be about two guys kind of talking about stuff they like in general. But then... You know, I listened to another episode that was a lot more substantive and edifying. And so I really hope uh, you guys will do continue to do edifying and substantive things. And so we hope so. It, it just gave me a hope for our show that everyone you'll come to listen to two guys talking about things they like and stay for the substance because we are going to keep doing the second Peter series. So we're happy. To, we're happy to see you. So that was the reaction. And so um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so we get. Yeah, we've definitely had some. I've, it's started to pick up a little bit more, right? Where, uh, you know, we did actually, we we uh, recently had, uh, you know, the first uh, recently is in the last like few months. I don't remember. <laughs> Time for me is weird people, right? Like when I look back, it, it all kind of smushes together. So uh, maybe this was longer ago, but uh, within the last few months, we had uh, the first person that visited our church because they had been listening to the podcast. And it was somebody who was traveling through, right? It wasn't like, Hey, I'm really committed to a different church, but I listened to this podcast. So I left my church to come here. It was somebody who's just in the area for a short while. And they were like, Hey, I'm close and I'm near this church. So uh, they came to the church. That was really cool. Just fun to, uh, to meet somebody, you know, in real life that way. And I have had really great uh, substantive conversations with people um, about the podcast. Now I will say, you know, because I do you know, despite us talking about how bad we are at social media, I do generally share the show and try to promote it a little bit as much as I can. And so I also know that like there have been people in my life, like family or, or others who I know are going to love this show because it is just a couple of guys sitting around talking, right? Like we're, it's late at night, you know, sometimes we have, you know, beverages with us. We're just, you know, it, in our ideal, by the way, we're, we're re recording this from a distance because we no longer live in the same city. But our ideal, I think you would agree with me, would literally be to be sitting on some comfortable chairs, have a drink with us and just be, you know, just be hanging out. Right. And and I think some of our best episodes that maybe didn't make the list on there. Some of my my personal favorite like podcast memory. I think this would be my favorite is when we were in the same room together and we first discovered Charlie self. <laughs> and when we first discovered Charlie Self and we were in the room together, I just the energy of just like laughing about that was just so good that we literally had to cut it out of the podcast because it was just too much of us laughing. Um, that's what I'd prefer for a podcast. And I do know that a lot of people like that. But I also know there's a lot of people that come to a podcast and they're like, 
oh yeah, this was just a couple of guys talking. And so, okay, yeah, I know um, that that is what we do. And uh, we know that, you know, it's not maybe for everyone. Very faintly, you can hear the alarm going off. I can't uh, hear it, it but I saw you react to it. <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't hear it, but that's all right. So that means it's been 15 minutes and 17 seconds have went by. Pastor Michael, please give something away or tell someone something they can do to win. So we are giving away uh, because it's the closest thing to me. I've literally set up what we're giving away across from me. And I'm going to hold it up even though nobody's going to see this video, but you can see it. Um, so the first giveaway is going to be a pair of Genesis 315 socks, uh, which you can get on the Restless Store, but you cannot get these ones on the Restless Store because this is a very first initial prototype that we made. And these ones, the Genesis 315 is written across the toe of the sock. And so it it is something that does not exist anymore. And I believe that the heel too is missing. And so there's no heel. It's just the blood from the crushed serpent's head instead of any kind of heel on the sock as there is now. That means that nobody else has ever worn these. Nobody has seen them before um, except for Matt and I and uh, the designer of the socks. And so that's, you're going to be the only one. And not only are you going to get socks, socks that nobody else has, you're also going to get some restless stickers, which again, include some, some of the uh, kind of original restless stickers that are the same as the stickers we do now, but some of them are different uh, just as far as some of them are clear um, rather than white uh, with a white background. And so slightly different than what we have available now in the store. So what we're going to do with this is we're going to give this first one away to whoever the first person Matt chooses to react to from our email or, uh, you know, any, anyone else who has contacted us that we're going to read about, make this a giveaway for that. Wow. Congratulations then Maggie, because you're the first person we are reacting to. Shout out um, to Maggie. We will reach out to you. And uh, you just won some Genesis 315 socks and stickers. So Maggie, it's fortunate for you that Pastor Michael mentioned, by the way, everyone, here comes the substance. You've had the, you've had the fun and here comes the substance. So Maggie's one of the people who's reached out to us a long time ago by email. And she gave us uh, some great thoughts. First, let me uh, open a drink of undisclosed mentioning um and you'll you'll understand why i'm i'm doing this here on reformation day especially after i uh read uh read her email it will be paired with a message from one of our patrons about something we could talk about uh so this is a very happy and friendly email uh but it comes with a question pastor michael um, all right and and a dream and a dream podcasting scenario that i don't know if we'll ever be able to make happen for maggie but for her, we can make the merch she's going to get happen. So, hey, oh, fellas. Dream, dreams came true today. Dreams did go. come true. So, hey, fellas, I'm a long-time listener and will take some credit to your rise in prominent because I've shared your podcast with almost everyone I know. Aren't you glad we're giving this away wow. to this person? Yeah. Well, I was really worried, by the way, that if I just chose whoever you chose, it's going to be like, you know, somebody that tells us we have, you know, puerile giggling or you know yep. something like that. Dude, 
Feral Doc, if you contact us, we will send you a free piece of merch right now because Legit, we have made... I will send you I will send you some merch if you reach out because we really do love you. <laughs> we do love you. The, just in case you're a person who not unlike Maggie is not a longtime listener, the first comment we ever got was that we were accused of puerile giggling at uh Tim Keller and that he deserved more respect because he changed a guy who's Username is Feral Doc. I'm sorry, it's just still so funny to me. And um, yeah, so uh, he called it puerile giggling, and it's the the constant conversation we've had about our tone with various listeners over the years. So here we go, Feral Doc, you win as well uh, from me. So let us know, and we will send you. <laughs> we, I hope you. I'm sure you don't listen. Someone, if you know Feral Doc, if you're like Feral Doc's friend, uh, I think he might listen. I feel like he's he's. Uh... He's reached out to us on Twitter or something before. He's, so he's seriously, so, we want to give you merch because we really appreciate you. We do love you. So um, my mom and my sisters are subscribers of yours now. My family is newly reformed Presbyterian after some sad church experiences that mirror the Mars Hill collapse. Well, we obviously are sad yeah. that um, those things yeah. collapse. We hope we hope the reformed and Presbyterian church you're a part of will be a healthy place uh, for you. So yes. anyways... I also listen to the Living Waters podcast. Pastor Michael, do you know what podcast that is? I should check, but just to make sure you do. Living Waters, I do not. Living Waters is Ray Comfort's ministry. I was uh, that. I guess I would have guessed that, but I didn't know if he had a podcast or not. So great. And they had a very interesting episode on Christians and alcohol and weed. Uh, I've included a link below. Uh, I think they referenced you all indirectly. Uh, we're not the YRR over here drinking whiskey and discussing theology. Now, they could be referencing just YRR guys in general. There was also at one point a very famous YRR podcast hosted by a friend of the show, Les Lamphere, a great uh, filmmaker, Christian filmmaker now, uh, that was called The Reform Pub, where they literally just, in the premise of the show was they drank beer and discussed theology. Um, <laughs> but they would love to get our take now this is a thing that could go very long especially interacting with everything living water said and because we're oh, yeah. going through a number of these hey this would be solid think, a solid thing to readdress maybe in a larger version later I, I do think we should do a large a a an episode on on a lot of the things that became a little bit strangely hallmarks of the YRR, which were yeah. things like beer and smoking. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know. I never came across a large contingent of YRR people that were pro weed or uh, or marijuana use, um, though I'm sure as it's becoming legalized in various states that um, there are probably Christians facing that question um, in new ways. But um, so I there is so much we could say on this subject. Uh, Pastor Michael, is there anything you want to say on this subject uh, while I just take a quick indisclosed, undisclosed drink? So what is, did the email continue? Does maybe I missed it? Uh, so it's it. They want our take on the ideas of alcohol. Yes. Okay. And yep. Weed, and then specifically, um, there's they. I mean, obviously. Maggie's ideal is we interact with the Living Waters, the whole Living Waters podcast. Um, but I'm guessing it would be awesome, by the way, to sometimes just talk to Ray Comfort. I doubt we could get him on the podcast, but if we could, that'd be cool. I know. 
that's her ideal. She said she'd love a mashup if we could. Yeah, uh, I've really benefited from right. The the issue is though, if we if I ever talked to Ray Comfort, I wouldn't care to talk about this topic. Like this is really interesting to me, and I do want to talk about it now. But like if I had like you know thirty minutes with Ray Comfort, this isn't where I'd want to start. So right. uh, when we're talking about uh, you know just alcohol and weed in general, though, um, I so I would not uh, put these two things together. Um, mm. I, they're often put together just in the sense that like both can be intoxicating in a certain way. Um, both can lead to a kind of drunkenness, um, but they are different in that, you know, the purpose of one is the drunkenness is, is the intoxication, right? Like it's not, you don't smoke weed to like, you know, uh, not get high. If that makes sense. Now there, I would actually, uh, you know, maybe differentiate, uh, certain, certain kinds of, of, you know, byproduct of, uh, right. a marijuana plant. Uh, there, there is a difference here, right? Like this is an actual, just a plant, like just of nature. Right. And so there may be legitimate uses of this because God has made it. Um, however, weed, as we know it, right. That's just pumped full of all kinds of chemicals that are just made to make you out of your mind. Um, that like, that is drunkenness, right? That's how I would put it um, right from the start. The difference, though, is that when it comes to alcohol, things such as wine, um, this is uh, beer. This is razor reformation day glass, but particularly wine. Uh, you know, I can't uh, say it directly of of beer, but uh, strong drink, alcoholic uh, beverages, and wine are directly mentioned in the pages of scripture. Um, very specifically mentioned. And very seldom in a negative context. So mm -hmm. the the vast majority of the times that uh, scripture speaks of wine, for instance, is extremely positive. It's a good thing. Um, quite literally, uh, we're told that it's given to gladden the hearts of men. And uh, wine too, just as a as a natural image, is is uh, very very important as a. a an image of Sabbath rest and an image of victory over one's enemies and celebration and feasting, something that goes right to the heart of the gospel. Actually, I'm not saying alcohol is the heart of the gospel. Please don't hear that. Um, but the very fact that we come to the Lord's table um, and this was, you know, uh, instituted as bread and wine, um, that this is, you know, kind of uh, following off of the, the libation, the drink offering that was offered unto the Lord. And now we have been, you know, brought into it in that we partake of the wine. Uh, this is, uh, it's just, th this is so um, beautiful and central to uh, so much of what the Bible talks about as far as feasting and resting and, and so many other things. So, um, so this is where I would, I would say they're really not the same. Right. Yeah. Because you can get drunk on wine, which we're told not to do. Right. Drunkenness is a sin. Um, you are not supposed to get out of your mind by an overindulgence, uh, whether it be alcohol or many other things. Right. A anything else that would do that. Um, but it is at the same time a good gift from the Lord, um, something that the Lord Jesus himself made, something that the Lord Jesus himself drank and then gave to his disciples. And so in that sense, in, in that way, I would say it's, it's obviously a good and, and right thing. 
there are so many things I I, I want to talk about with this. I know. <laughs> I, I want to talk about the questions everyone has of addiction, of Christian liberty, yep. of of all these kinds of things. And they're great want, questions. Make, they're great they questions. Great. And I think this is why we need to come back to all these things. Um, and we will. I, that's just, we're just putting it on the list. It's an episode we're going to do. Um, and I'll probably listen to this Living Waters episode uh, to see if they have a wildly different take than we probably will. Um, I want to, I'll make one scriptural comment and then I'm going to tell two stories about my first memory of Ray Comfort and then uh, of my memory of my first alcoholic drink. And I'm sorry, friends, uh, if this offends you, there's kind of no reason it should. But if it's the kind of thing that might bother you, you can go ahead and skip the rest of this episode. I wish you were like, you were like my first memory of drinking is like when I turned 21 and Ray comfort took me out to the bar. <laughs> like if they were the same drink. memory, that would be, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> Great. Um, but, but here there is something scripturally different about these things. I do think that there are ways to, um, to take a marijuana plant. And uh, I think the people who use it for pain control, they manufacture it in a non-psychedelic Yes. Um, right. And, exactly. And, and to those things, again, that's at this point, a version of Advil or Tylenol and that yep. I, I don't have an, that again, becomes such an issue of Christian freedom. If you would rather take that form of pain relief or choose not to I, right? that, 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 if that's, if that exists, if that's yep. possible, if that's available to you, that's really not something that is something that I think falls squarely into Christian Liberty. Pastor Michael is right about what the scripture says about wine um, and um, strong drink in general, um, which does include beer. Um, but what's interesting is what the scripture does condemn throughout the Bible is something our Bibles often translate as sorcery or witchcraft. And the, the Greek word is pharmakia. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because it appears that witchcraft involved in many times the use of some kind of substance to go out of your mind and commune what they believe was communing, uh, have supernatural powers and have, um, you know, these kinds of wild experiences. And if you know people who do harder drugs, I mean, this is what they describe. These are the people who oh, like, totally. And, I mean, and that's consistent across basically all human cultures, right? So there was a right. combination between psychedelic drug use and uh, in some way uh, like entering into or conversing with the spiritual realm. And almost right. anybody that's coming out of the new age into Christianity today, you can find all kinds of talk about how, yeah, like that's literally what's going on, right? Like there's a complete overlap uh, between, uh, you know, the use particular of psychedelic drugs and new age spiritualism. Right. And so I think that um, I think that most of what we talk about pot use in in uh, in practice is the sin of pharmacia. And yes. now there's obviously plenty of people who commit the sin of drunkenness. Um, however, um, I do actually think we're those, in Wisconsin, right? We're right, in Wisconsin. We, are, we know. Oh, we know we that exists. <laughs> right. So. So let me tell you the story of the first memory I have of Ray Comfort. Uh, so I was in a, uh, a, a good youth men's Bible study and the, the, um, the leaders, they were like the super blue collar men, but like one was like a Harley Davidson mechanic. Uh, and the other was a construction guy who like had a tape deck that like he listened to Christian music and sermons that he got in the mail all day. Like, I love this guy. 
they they both <laughs> That's awesome. they, right just like the sincerest like we're trying to follow the lord like we're gonna you know one of them in the past had i think it had like a, a failed marriage but like had a son and like they just wanted to follow the lord um and so they would just like try and expose us to all kinds of christian stuff so we would do bible studies and i mean they would just all and i i feel so bad that so few of us took the series but they're like you gotta have shoe leather to your faith like they just kept like you know, they just wanted so, and God bless them. They wanted these young men sitting around so desperately to have the kind, to know the Lord and have the kind of seriousness to care about it the way they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I hope God has blessed them richly, but so we watch things by answers in Genesis. We watch things, you know, we watch, we watch the gamut of different kinds of things. We watch things and again, right, they're trying to address things they assume we're going through. And of course, they wanted us to learn to share our faith. And so we watched Ray Comfort. And the Ray Comfort evangelism video we watched was Ray Comfort wandering around the Vegas Strip with $10,000 in a briefcase and an apparently a, a revolver with one bullet in it, offering people to play Russian roulette <laughs> and then saying, like, would you do this for $10,000? <laughs> and then, like, people, most people would be like, no, are you crazy? And then, of course, the turn is like, but you're going to make the gamble with your soul. And oh, uh, but the best part of this video is they meet this one guy who's like, yeah, yeah, I would do it. And then but of course, Ray Comfort's not dumb. He has a follow up ready. He's like, would you do it for two? If I put two bullets in the six round chamber and the guy's like two rounds. Oh, Pastor Michael, I'll finish this story. But you need to give something. I love. We're not even right. We're not even done with the first one. (laughs) Do a do do a quick giveaway. You want uh, and then I'll keep telling the story because this one is not going to take us off on a wild rabbit trail like the last one still is. Um, The next person that's going to win is going to win a bunch of restless stickers again, including some that I don't believe that we sell anymore. And they're going to get a copy of Rob McKenzie's book, Identifying the Seed. We've had Rob on. We've interviewed him before. We've given out his book before. We've got another one. We've got a bunch of stickers. And it's yours if you are the first person who listens to this podcast and you have not rated the show yet. You've not rated and reviewed Mm. it. You go on to whatever podcast catcher you use or Apple Podcasts or whatever. You rate and review the show. You snapshot then. You email us at restlesspodcasting at gmail.com. You tell us that you were the first one, the first person to email us telling us that they have reviewed the show and proving it. We'll get Rob's book, bunch of stickers. And so, so this guy just keeps being like, yeah, yeah, I think it's worth the risk. And so it was just like, it. so sadly, the thing that stuck with me and all the men in this Bible study was this man who had such a disregard for like any, like his life. It's just so sad because he's so, like his life is obviously so not good. Yeah. It, 10 grand, even when you were watching this, it's not a lot of money. Yeah. And it could have been more, I don't remember exactly. But then the other thing he would walk to people is he would show them the briefcase and be like, would you let me cut off your pinky for 10 grand? And like, Again, this he tried that with this guy, and this guy's like, Yeah, yeah, sure. He's like, Yep, two fingers. And so, like, me, like me and my friends afterwards, <laughs> the thing we practiced was not like the uh walking people through the Ten Commandments evangelism technically, but like pretending to be that guy, like, yeah, yeah, you know what? One foot, you can take one foot. Let's do one foot <laughs> and, and just like three bullets, 50-50 shot. Like I love that I can imagine you and your friends saying that all the time to each other. That's yep. just so funny. And, and so that was an ongoing joke. 
So let me tell you about the first time I ever had a drink. And so um, I grew up in a home, uh, a great godly Christian home that did not allow any alcohol on the premises. Um, my parents did not drink at all and still don't to this day. Um, if you listen to the show, you probably, we have at least referenced that I do one moment, please. Um, um, but uh, that was not something that I, uh, quickly came to. So I turned 21, um, and I had still never drank actually at that point. Um, it was not something I'd ever really thought about doing. Um, I started dating the woman who is now my wife who grew up in a Lutheran home, which let's pause this story for a great joke. Pastor Michael, do you want to know how you can tell the difference between a Presbyterian and a Baptist in the uh, liquor store? How? Uh, the Presbyterian will make eye contact with you and say hi. Um, Pastor Michael, do you want to know how to tell if there's a Lutheran in the liquor store? How? He owns the liquor store. <laughs> do you want to know how to know if you found a Catholic in the liquor store? Tell me how. He's the Lutheran's best customer. <laughs> so that's a very Wisconsin joke, by the way, everyone. Love it. Um, and so my wife grew up in a Lutheran home where alcohol was actually, there was a pretty healthy view of it taken, right? Of it was used in the Lord's Supper. We use it for celebration um, and drunkenness was, you know, frowned upon, right? In general. Um, and not that my parents exercising Christian liberty to, um, not use it wasn't healthy. I'm not saying that at all. I'm simply saying that like my wife did not grow up in a home like of rap rampant, uh, you know, yeah. abuse of alcohol is all I'm right. trying to say. And so, right. She came and saw me after she was with some friends and she had like drank one drink. Right. And I was scandalized. Oh, this is when you still this. had it. I still hadn't. And I was totally scandalized. And <laughs> I actually remembered I took, I thought I was going to follow Mark Driscoll's advice for the rest of my life. Uh, you know, that paragon of wisdom. Yep. And he said, and maybe some people remember this. This is a thing you didn't get from the rise and fall of Mars Hill. So welcome to a, even a deeper, a deeper knowledge. He, deeper often talked, he talked often about how he didn't drink. That he thought it would be bad given his position in life um, and who he was and his history. But his wife would. And, and so that it was just a thing he never, like he would just, he had kind of decided he would not do. And I was like, that sounds right. I'm just going to be the one who like decides I'm never going to do that. And so my wife, like my girlfriend at the time was pretty offended when I acted scandalized. Right. So I claimed I had no issue with it, that it was an issue of Christian freedom for me. Um, but I acted really offended and scandalized. <laughs> and so I decided that what I needed to do is I need to look up every single Bible verse that used wine or strong drink in the Bible. Wow. And I found, and I found out what pastor Michael just said is the truth that the Bible, I don't know what percentage of the time is, but almost always it's a positive statement. I can think and, of maybe one or two places that it's negative. Um, and if, even if, some of the more negative places, it's not, it's not really in a negative context. Right. So like the Proverbs, right. uh, you know, so like we're told strong drink is a brawler. Um, it's not fit for kings. Right. That's, uh, you know, mixed wines um, to stay away from them in the Proverbs. Uh, we're you know, told not to get drunk on wine by the Apostle Paul. Uh, but then uh, we're also told in the Proverbs that, you know, strong drink is meant for 
the one who is grieving. I can't remember if that's an exact, if that's a bit of a paraphrase or not, but um, it says something like that, which is just strange to me, by the way. I'm not, I'm not sure what to do with that text personally myself. Uh, but, but yeah, those are the only ones I can think of in a more negative context though. Yeah. I mean, I think, right. It even talks about in Isaiah that it was given to gladden the hearts of men. And so yep. when we talk about yeah, this, is it Isaiah or is it, I, I maybe said the psalmist, but uh, either, uh, yeah, it could, um, I don't remember. There's a, <laughs> and there's another verse we'll have to look at where it talks about God, a, the man of war, uh, uh, full of wine. Uh, mm. It's a very, again, and there were just these things that I could not, uh, I just realized I could not put my mind around. And right. Yeah. And my deciding to never drink had nothing to do with uh, any previous experience I had. I did not grow up in a home. Obviously, I didn't grow up in a home where there was any alcohol abuse. I didn't grow up in a home with any issues from alcohol, which is a great thing my parents gave me. And so I concluded I had one roommate who was also over 21, who I know who drank. And I told him, you've got to take me to a bar and order me a drink that I won't just pretend like I don't like, so I never do it again. So that I can just like, so that I can basically, even if I'm not going to do this regularly, I can never say again that I just have never drank and I'm not going to. And so uh, my roommate, after a college ministry meeting, drove me to a Buffalo Wild Wings and he ordered me a tequila sunrise. Um, <laughs> And it was great. Do you have pictures uh, of this, by the way? I might somewhere. I'll have to oh, look. Oh, that'd be awesome. Then, that'd be so good. And then, and then two days later, I went to a microbrewery and had my first beer. And I enjoyed that as well, which is why tonight I am enjoying a Lazy Monk Oktoberfest, which is a local beer here. And I thought was uh, appropriate given Reformation Day. Now, I would like to mention in this, when we do this longer form, I would like to describe, we will spend a little bit time about how actually, I think in the YRR movement, how juvenile the obsession yes. with these things did become. Right. It was childish. And by there the way, became... most of the time, like when drinking is really like focused on, if like, yeah, no, look, most of the people, I, I don't know if I should say it this way, because this probably, maybe this is misrepresenting it, but most of the people that are taking you to the scripture to say, look, it's fine to drink are not doing it out of like a really healthy maturity. Right. <laughs> Can we put it that way? Yeah. So, which brings us to a great feedback. We uh, are, uh, one of our patrons mentioned this great bar that I'd love to go with him in Memphis called the Black Abbey, uh, which is kind of named after Luther's house in Memphis. And then another one of our patrons said, I go there every week. And it sounds like an awesome place. That does um, sound cool. I'll I'll give you my uh, my slight Reformation area era like brewery um, flex is I got a beer called a Calvinist and it is a brewery in Geneva, Switzerland. And I got uh, that beer in that country. And so that's my uh, my reformed uh, and probably why are our flex. Wow. And so I know um, we've gone on a long time, but since you shared your first, this is, I don't know if this is actually the first time I tried alcohol. I grew up in a house where like, generally we never drank. There wasn't alcohol, but every once in a while, there'd be like a bottle of wine, you know, or sure. somebody would have brought something. And so my parents kept it, but I mean, just didn't drink much. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, so like, there was not like a, I don't remember ever feeling like, oh, you can never drink. Um, right. but we just didn't. And there is a lot of alcoholism in our family history. And so like, mm. I, I personally like just always 
like put it in that context, right? Like I always, so I didn't drink, like drink on my own, right? At, in my own volition until I was probably like, I don't know, I must've been 23 or something like that. And I, you know, I, I was a guy who like, even after I could legally drink, if I'd show up to like, uh, show up to, to, uh, like a bachelor party that was bring your own beer, I would bring root beer. <laughs> uh, but the first time I remember having alcohol, I don't know if this was the first time it was just taking a sip of, I believe a grape Smirnoff ice. <laughs> Cause some, I think somebody had left it at my parents' house or something, you know, maybe brought it. We had people over for dinner. Somebody brought it and it was left over and they let us try a little sip. And I was like, this just kind of tastes like Kool-Aid. <laughs> and, and it did. And I think what is often hard to believe if you grow up in a teetotaling circle is that like there are people who just do legitimately like this. And it's just like a, a taste that they've acquired that like you just don't have. Like it's very hard to under and especially when you're from a place like we are in Wisconsin where drunkenness is so rampant. It is so hard to conceive of people who this is like this is just a kind of normal, like not, it's not the focus of every, you know, it's not an overblown uh, right. kind of thing. Um, and again, like to, to, to bring this back into the Reformation Day spirit, um, I think uh, there's this, it's one of my favorite stories from Luther and it, and it, I find it so inspiring um, and not because of its relation to alcohol, but because it just reminds me of this story of Luther from the Reformation that I really like. And, um, and I find it inspiring, not because of the mention of alcohol, but because of what it says about the Reformation. And this brings us to our substantive topic we'll spend our next 15 minutes on after this. What a Reformation, what it would take to see a Reformation today. And Luther was asked, what, how did you, how did the, how did this reformation happen? Right. Cause people in his lifetime start realizing that the world will literally never be the same for better, for worse, the world will never be the same. And he looked at them and he said, the word of God did all the work. All I did was sit with my friends in the pub. He said, I sat with my friends, Philip, you know, uh, right. Melanchthon and, and another as the word of God ran across Germany. Right. Mm -hmm. And that for me is like, that's just like the sweet idea. Like that sounds about like your idea, like your best memory of the restless podcast. Like what a great, what a great perspective to have on everything that occurred that the word of God did everything. And I enjoyed my short life with my friends at the pub. What a, what a, what a wonderful view of the reformation. Um, Can I just say, isn't that kind of what we're doing? Although we can't do it in so. person all the time, man, let's just sit That's around right. and enjoy, right? Like let's, let's rejoice. And this is, you know, we talked about how, you know, some people uh, hear this and are like, kind of just sounds like two guys sitting around and talking <laughs> yep. and that's right. And like, uh, we hope that in some way, you know, it won't be the same, right? We're not saying right. that we're Martin Luther and Philip Melanchthon, uh, but uh, in some small way, maybe as, you know, different people join into this conversation and listen in and respond and email us and we get to know. And uh, I, in some small way, we will see the word of God uh, continue to work in uh, whatever way the Lord pleases. And that really, and that really is our hope is that as we talk to people 
as we think about ourselves as people who are part of the YRR, saw it fall apart and now wonder what's next, that we can point them in the direction of the word of God and the reformation and the heritage of it. And so before we go to our next break, let's, uh, 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 let's read uh, one more piece of feedback and then we will talk about, um, and this might be the end of our part one of this great reformation series. Uh, let's, let's read this. This is just a, this is just a happy, good time uh, review. We, we did have someone ask us if all of our episodes are still um, available. Apparently on some podcast catchers, you can't find them all. And so I pointed them to where we host our podcast on Podbean. You can get episodes back to that first October. And so in case that anyone else's question, we have episodes from October of 2019. And so you can find them you can find two years so, two years two ago years. When you, from when you're listening to this maybe or a couple of days right. before you're listening to this uh that that is how long we've been doing it so this is a person who just said they love the show they've been a christian for over a year well we are so praise, we praise god. god for that yeah uh they love the podcast that it's not only informative and lots of fun uh several other theological podcasts they are out there are educational and i do enjoy them but they're a bit dry at times. You guys do a good job of informing, educating, and while still keeping it light and fun. Thanks. Pastor Michael, the, the battle over what, of what, what tone of the podcast will win continues. I love it. Tone battle. Tone battle 2022. <laughs> what, what does everyone want? I, I really love this, though, by the way, because God bless like the guys that are doing theology podcasts and they're just kind of walking through, uh, you know, different topics. And uh, they like it's just that's what it is. Right. It's like they it's the it's the version of a podcast like reading some, you know, theological treaties um, as opposed to something that's maybe more uh, on a common level. God bless them. We want them to do well. Uh, we love that. Uh, we've had, you know, uh, we have great respect for those who are doing that. And uh, at the same time, even when we talked about doing this show, and I do think one of the reasons that it has become as popular as it has become um, is because we like to laugh and we like to have fun. And, and it is just like, this is the conversation you and I would be having anyway, laughing and making jokes while also trying to keep it uh, as much as we can, uh, you know, focused upon those things which are the the most true and the most right. Um, and and if you are a serious theological podcast show person, we'd love to interview you um, because we like to learn a lot and think we would have a good time and it would be great. But Pastor Michael, sorry to cut you off, but you've actually slightly ran over. The timer has went off. It's time to do another giveaway. I think because I have two more giveaways, we should save this for okay. the beginning of the next episode. So this is the end of the episode. We're going to have two episodes for Reformation Day, though, because it's right. it's our, our second year, right? It's been two years of Restless. You get twice the podcast, and we're going to start the next podcast with a giveaway. Hey, thank you for listening to the part one of the Reformation Day special. It's been two years. Uh, it's been great. 
Uh, stick around and you'll get the second part of this episode, the normal day, our podcast. 